turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. And now we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your real estate chalk talk. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. This is your real estate chalk talk. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group dot com at Colo Banker Realty. All right, so we were talking when we went out to break. We were just talking about I buyers, just mm-hmm. kind of touched on a bit. I just want to explore that a little bit because I never understood what the point was for like the Zillow Homes and some of these uh, companies, Open Door, Redfin, who are buying houses and then and then uh, you know putting some paint on, fixing them up, and selling them and selling every single one of them at a loss. I just like what well, was everyone at a loss. Oh Keith, yeah, or? I mean they lost. That's why Zillow quit because they they couldn't figure out how to make money. Open Door is still doing it, and they're still losing money on every single house that they sell. I just don't understand the why of it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any insight on that, or what is the why are they doing that? I think for the history of real estate, there have been companies trying to quote unquote disrupt the marketplace, and and I, I actually am okay with that fact. Like, we want to take the pain points out of real estate. Real estate isn't easy. Mm-hmm. When you start from the, the spot of, I want to purchase a house to getting it closed, there's a lot there, right. which is great job security <laughs> for you, Gee, right. right? Because there are so many things that could come up. And I think when you look from an outsider, and again, most of these companies that you'd reference, they're institutional companies. Most people probably have never sold a house in their life, maybe purchased a couple, right? Right. And so it looks very simple from the outside and how do I practice real estate? Like, you know, I went online, I found the property, they went, they wrote an offer and we yeah. closed, right? That's that's oftentimes what a consumer might see. think as or see, right? That's their experience. Um, and I talk about this all the time. Our job is to make it look that easy, mm-hmm. right? Right. Right. right? Right. Why should you lose sleep at night? That's our job is to lose sleep at night. We work 24-7, right? That is our job to go about do that. So from the outside, I think there's a lot of people that say, let's put some money together and we can simplify this with technology. And in some ways, yes, we'll be doing a better job as an organization. We're striving to make sure that we take those pain points in the middle and make it easier Mm -hmm. in the mortgage Mm -hmm. side. You know, there, there's a lot of things we could be doing with appraisals Mm -hmm. and stuff to make this stuff in which has already Mm -hmm. been happening that we can kind of move this thing. Uh, We're we're stuck a little bit in that we have to deal with the County and the state Mm -hmm. and a lot of regulations, right? Mm -hmm. If we can clean up a lot of that stuff, we can take the pain points out. So I think there's a lot of organizations that have a lot of money that think, boy, we put a cool tech stack together and we can make this really easy. And in some cases, Mm. they've been okay. You know, I reference the divorce situation or the death situation. In some cases, there's some people say, I can't deal with it. I don't have the time and ability to, but it's a very small percentage of people that are willing to give up maybe 20% of their equity, right? Hmm. And that's Very at the few. end of the day is about what it is that's too. What, yeah, you get anywhere from thirteen to twenty percent. That's why you, you look. That's, at, the, that's the haircut you take yeah. when you're doing some of the eye buyer mm-hmm. stuff. Oftentimes, yep. If you took the averages, yeah, it depends on on area, etc. Mm-hmm. They've not, we haven't had a, a ton of them in our locale because it's really mm-hmm. hard for people who are outside of here to purchase real estate in Minnesota. We have things like snow and mm-hmm. weather and mm-hmm. <laughs> other things that are right. hard to manage yep. a property if you have to fix them up and right. get them cleaned. Um, but they have. 
I heard a stat about a year ago that in Arizona, 50% of the buyers looked at iBuying first. Now, just a small percentage actually went that way because it didn't mm-hmm. make sense. Right, right. wasn't making any but sense. But it's a draw. It's a marketing draw. It's a marketing right? draw. So at the end of the day, most people doing it are trying to right. get the lead, turn the lead around and mm-hmm. get it over there. Now, yeah. Open Door is still in, in business. Zillow was doing iBuying. They got out of the mm-hmm. business. Um, Open Door is the largest. They always have been the largest. And I think OfferPad's still around. And there's probably a couple others that have kept their iBuying um, that maybe made a little bit of profit. Hmm. So on each sale, like um, very, very, very small amount. Um, now none of them. If they have any yeah. inventory left, everyone is going at a loss. So how, how can they sustain that? A lot of money. Partnerships. You'll see Zillow now uh, has a partnership with Open Door, and they used to be, you know, rivals. fierce, yep. fierce mm-hmm. rivals, yep. right? And so, um, so that's it. You know, <laughs> everybody that, starts to say, uh, "Never mind." I'm where fine. do they make <laughs> yeah. it up? You know, where yeah. they make it up? They make it up in convincing a consumer that this is a, a great opportunity. The call comes in, then it gets sold back, and hopefully mm-hmm. they make money on the mortgage or the title or the, yep. right? So yep. they, they try to line it up that way versus saying, why don't we start with the professionals mm-hmm. and then go the other way? If there's a, a way to do it, mm. consumer could come to Keith and Calvin and right. say, you know, and I want to purchase real estate right now, and you guys could offer the same yep. exact thing with right. the same company, but mm-hmm. give them and distinguish the difference between if you sold it in more of a traditional manner versus right. selling it in iBuyer or, yeah. you know. Well, we did the it, same thing in, uh, in uh, 1992. I mean, we had a thing called, we had big yellow ugly signs we put in front of a house that said, buy this house and I'll buy yours. Yeah. And, you know, I had a great big line of credit and someone bought the, bought the house, I'd buy, I'd buy their house from them. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, there was costs going in, there's holding costs, there's mm-hmm. fix-up costs, there's, you know, a couple of recording, you know, sides to it. And all that was deducted off of uh, what was then a very realistic market value of what that house was worth right. in its current condition. Yep. Um, so, you know, a few people took advantage of it because they just, like you said, they just didn't want to deal with it and it was mm-hmm. easy and they didn't have to clean up and we would do do everything, but not very many. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made that phone ring. Yeah, you know the phone. The phone really rang. I have a question about some of these lawsuits that are out there. It's in the news. Everybody knows about it. There's, you know, everybody sues everybody, yeah. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's sometimes there's there's like conflicting lawsuits. So the buyers are suing uh, because they think they got taken advantage of. The sellers are suing because they think they got taken advantage of, which to me means probably nobody got taken advantage yeah. of. If both people <laughs> think they got the short end of the mm-hmm. stick. Um, but what what is the the origin of these lawsuits, and and what is it that they're hoping to accomplish? Do you have any insight on that? Yeah, you know, we as an industry, we have one point six million realtors across the country, right? And so, and everyone practices pretty independently, and then there's brokerages, etc. And I think in some cases, you can look at these lawsuits coming out saying, again, we can go back to what we said before. A consumer may look at real estate and say, this is just easy mm-hmm. until they run yep. into the issue with the well right. or they have the yep. zoning problem or the easement or the encroachment on their property, right? These are the things that we deal with in every, almost every transaction, right. multiple situations that we have to kind of fix, right? Um, so it looks easy. So I think from the outside, we practice real estate in the United States differently, at least how 
compensation has worked versus other parts of the country. Other parts of the country. Other uh, parts of the country. Or sorry, other parts of the world. world. Thank you. Calvin. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, other parts of the world. Other 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 countries practice right. very very differently than How we so? do here. And that that you'd go to a seller and say, "Here's what my commission is." Okay. And that's it. You're working with one side of the commission. In the United States. We've always going back in the history of real estate a seller typically is is negotiating what a commission would be and then what the payout to a buyer's broker is and it's a really efficient system yes mm-hmm. it is um, if you were to put the two side by side say australia versus the united states and look at that say well it's way more expensive to sell real estate here for someone to um be able to purchase real estate even might be the argument Keith you brought up Mm -hmm. and I would argue the opposite Um, it's a very efficient system if you look at the number of buyers that are coming in that would not have the capital to purchase a Mm -hmm. home would be significant if that wasn't propped up a little bit by the the commission on the other side now why are there lawsuits well maybe as an industry some people haven't practiced it appropriately, disclosed appropriately how that functions and how that works and what determination the seller has and how that dollar goes and is compensated to a buyer's broker. And there there are companies, though, that are out there still doing the flat fee. We've talked about that, the flat fee, all that kind of stuff, too. So where yeah. do you think some of this stuff flushes itself out? What do you mean by that? Um, where do you think the lawsuit ends saying oh, the gosh. buyer has to... Like now, if I'm a buyer... You, I'm supposed to be paying my own commission to my buyer's agent, right? Yeah, that that could be a scenario we run into, and quite frankly, um, and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think it's okay for. I think it would crush the market it, even worse. Well, it's okay to give people choice. Yeah, I guess that's where I'm saying. Okay. I don't know that it'll change, and in parts of the country where it, there this kind of tie-in wasn't mm-hmm. there, where the seller pays the uh, something to the buyer's broker mm-hmm. in parts of the country that's been in practice and nothing changed. And so the argument okay. could be said is this is such an efficient way to practice real estate and how to purchase and sell that it's not going to shift, that it's I, okay. I don't even see where the argument comes from. I mean, to me, it's like when I'm sitting with a seller, he says, okay, I, I want to sell this house. How, what do you think it's going to cost me to sell a house? Well, okay. Well, I've got to do you know the work that I have to do. I have to market the property and such and such. Uh, so it's going to cost you know this, this fee, whatever that percentage is or flat fee or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to cost. Nobody asks, well, how are you going to spend the money? They don't even ask. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Well, how am I going to spend the money? I'm going to, you know, build websites. I'm going to market the property. I'm going to entice other agents to come in with their buyers. I'm going to do all this stuff. That that's mm-hmm. that's how I'm going to spend right. the money. Right. Okay. Some of that we've got a system for it. Works really well. We actually publish what we're going to pay the other guys so that they yeah. so that they know. And then and then that's just part of the marketing cost. Mm-hmm. That's part of the marketing. So if you want to not run ads. Now we're running out of time. Hmm. Uh, if you want to not run ads, then maybe I can reduce my fee a little bit because we're not going to run ads. If you're going to not pay out the other side, well, then I can reduce my fee a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get the result. You're not going to get the result. So isn't that what you want is the result? Ultimately, yes. We'll pick it up when we come back from break. This is your real estate chalk talk. 612-627-8000. We'll be right back. 